We have spent so much time over the last year or so, if not more, talking about inclusion and diversity. The primary focus has been on race and orientation, which is awesome, as those really need a lot of addressing right now. But there are some other areas I definitely want to highlight, so let's jump in. Welcome to the Refine Podcast with Amber Anderson, where wedding planners like you come to be encouraged and challenged through radical honesty, tough love, and brilliant ideas. As a former personal trainer turned wedding planner and now educator, Amber is known for helping wedding planners grow through her no BS yet considerate and thoughtful approach. The Refined Podcast tackles the issues you think about but fear bringing up, all with Amber's trademark sass and wit. So as you listen, be sure to hit that subscribe button, making sure you never miss that one little nugget that could change it all for you. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Refined Podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you today. This is going to be a brief conversation, but an important one, one that I want to start at the top with by just saying and owning and, you know, right at the top, we're going to talk about the fact that, yes, race and orientation are the bigger topics right now, and they deserve that recognition and acknowledgement in the broader conversation of other things that might need to be highlighted. So in no way am I dismissing the importance of those conversations or the work that still needs to be done there. That's not the point of this conversation. I do think that there are some other areas that are so important that if aware, we can be a better industry and a better group of humans as a whole if we're just like, oh, okay, yeah, I can think about that too, right? So let's dig a little bit deeper. One thing that I've seen pop up in conversation as controversial and is, you know, diversity on teams and what that looks like. So I was kind of thinking about this on the street that I I live in Austin, Texas. It's very white. There's not a lot of diversity here. And it's something that we're very aware of in our parenting as we raise our children. And it's something that we have to be really intentional about in their upbringing, in our conversations and in their interactions and the things that we seek out and, you know, all of that. So I was thinking about our street recently and my husband and I were talking about it. And we were like, man, it's so cool. The street we live on, we have our next door neighbor, she can't use her arms. So we have ADA, things that we consider to include her in, when we're together. We have a Jewish family, a Turkish family, a family from El Salvador that the wife and mom grew up like in a war zone. We have an Asian family. We have an atheist family. We have two same-sex families. We have Christians. We have all across the board. And I'm already thinking of some that I already left out. I'm not going to belabor that. The point is that how cool is it? That's what my kids are surrounded by. That when they're riding their bikes up and down the street, like everyone comes from a different angle. And so I think sometimes, though, we look at teams and we're like, oh, that's not diverse. They all present as this or they present as that. When maybe there is more to that. There, there could be a, a lot there. So here are some areas that I would love for us to consider when we're looking at diversity and inclusion, okay, in no particular order. But I think when we are planning events and we're looking at the needs of our guests, of our vendors, of our couples, things that we could look at are things like, okay, what are the needs of nursing mothers? Do we have a place for them to pump? What are the audiovisual needs of our guests, 
of our audience in general. Do we have, and this is something I've just partnered, I don't know how long this will take, so I'm going to say this out loud and publish it, and then it can be a year for all I know, because I'm just now starting the process. I don't know how long it takes. I don't know what the cost is, any of it. But I've just recently started a relationship with someone that I think can help me better understand how to convert our content to different modalities to better support the needs of varying audiovisual, you know, needs. And so, like, do we do that in our content? Do that for our guests? Do we consider mental health? Do we consider ADA compliance? And not just compliance, but, like, true inclusion and true, like, this is an inviting and a welcoming space for you. You are wanted. You are seen. You are loved. And we didn't just put this over there because that means compliance. We put it front and center so you are part of this. Are we considering children and their needs? Are we considering blended families? Are we considering culture as a whole? And, you know, a lot of people would argue children don't belong at weddings, and that's a whole episode. I've done tons of big opinions on that. But you know what? There are a lot of weddings that have children, and I'm just fine. So how do we love those little ones? How do we help their parents? And then what I mean by blended families is, like, we are part of that beautiful process of families coming, like, people getting married and blending their families. So how are, like, are we, there's a lot of sensitivities there, right? Same with culture. So if I were to pull apart any of those to really focus on in this, like, hey, inclusivity involves more than race orientation, I want to settle in on mental health for a moment. And we're going to have a mental health series at some point, I would imagine, because I'm so passionate about it. It's not thoroughly mapped out per se, but it's got to be on the docket. So something that I have talked about previously in podcasts is the whole bridezilla, the term bridezilla. And its effect on society, its effect on marriers as a whole. Like, I just think that it's a term that causes damage. And I think that it's, it would be really important. It would behoove us as wedding pros to recognize that people come to the table with anxiety, depression, impulsivity, mood swings, lenses on why they might respond to stress in certain ways. They're coming to the table with learning challenges and disadvantages, the, the dyslexia and ADHD and you know, things that our culture think are so basic and really they're not at all. And so then they're entering this really, really, really stressful season in life and they're expected to like be cool and never break or snap or get snippy. And then we put all this pressure on them with varying systems and processes. Y'all have heard me talk about this before. If you've heard me teach very much to like this pro wants that thing, this pro wants this thing, and our systems and our process don't align. And so then they're, the couple is like, which I'm getting pushed both ways. And of course, they're going to snap. So instead of having the attitude of like, that's a villa, maybe there's a real thing going on. And maybe there's something that we can do to alleviate those pressures for them. So think about that in your business. What is that? And when someone is having a, a rough go at the way they're treating you in your inbox, could you ask yourself, are they having an anxious day? Are they being impulsive? Are they in a mood swing? Is ADHD causing a, a moment for them? Just ask yourself those things. And with those questions, when we ask, when we're able to ask ourselves those things, we're able to give grace. And we're able to be a little bit more patient. And we're able to respond with a smile. Because I am right there with you and I want to be a keyboard hero in the way I respond. And I do it. I'm not saying like I don't ever do it. Okay. I'm raising my hand right there with you. But what if we were to pause and ask ourselves those questions a little bit more often? Could we make a difference? So with that, I want to ask, what are other areas of inclusion that you would add to the conversation? What are some things that 
you think are left out of this conversation or left out of the way we operate and plan operate as a whole in the wedding industry or plan events? Are there things that you're just like constantly thinking? Oh my goodness, food allergies. That's another one. And I think we've gotten so much better about that. That's not an issue in my city anymore, but it might be in yours. Like food allergies. What are some, some others? Do you ask questions on your form about that in your client profiles? Do you ask like, hey, what are the needs and concerns and things I need to be aware of? What are the nuances in the family dynamics? Tell me about the demographic of your guests. What should we expect? What can I do to support the needs of those that will be present? And do your best to find that out about your vendors as well and be sensitive to all that come to the table. Okay, friends, that was a quick one. But again, I think it was just there to crack the shell open on there's a little more to talk about here, right? Please send me a message. Please screenshot this one and tag me and list something else you'd like me to go deeper into or you would like the industry as a whole to go deeper into. Let's bring awareness to some of these forgotten things that really impact people where we can rise together and better life for people, you know? Okay, like, love, share. Have a good day. We'll catch you next week. Bye, friends.